0: never seen uh, to me i've never seen a good batman movie
1: so so you don't like uh um the dark knight um the one with the joker you don't like that one
0: okay oh okay okay let me let me do it like this i've never seen a good batman movie because of batman
1: oh well All right. i I'll, i think almost any superhero movie is really incumbent <laughs> any good one is in really incumbent on how bad the villain slash is. good the villain is. Because I think the, the, the superhero um, has the easy lifting, but the, the villain has really all the hard work because they're one making you believe that this is bad enough, uh, bad enough for this hero to get involved. Because even in um, Black Panther, kill my- Shush, you're making too much noise. Um, Tell Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, he just. Yeah, yeah. I know he feels bad, but um, even in Black Panther, Killmonger was really one that really drove the story. in, in, in Black Panther, uh, I didn't feel like. I mean, I felt like T'Challa was was great, but he didn't have to do much. He had to be there. He had to fight the evil. Uh, Killmonger had to show you. What I was doing, why I'm doing it, um, and I had to make it believable, so that's why I always feel like the, the villains carry the movies.
2: I can agree with that because if you think of Wonder Woman 1980, Wonder Woman 84, you know, the first one was a great movie, and the second one was very, very right. good because of the villains, you know. Like-
0: I, I thought I didn't even think. One, I think Wonder Woman eighty four. It wasn't even because of the villains. It was because there was no uh, that, that plot line was just trash.
2: <laughs> I mean, the, plot, the plot line was the plot line was very questionable already, and the villains just made it worse. Like Max Maxwell Gold made it very annoying. Was very annoying, and then <sighs> oh girl, who Christina Wake
0: I but I also
2: I just didn't get it.
0: I think we I, I don't know I, I kind of think it's an excuse when we say we got to look at like the villains uh, to build the movie because like I like Iron Man movies because Iron Man is a really cool superhero I like the thinking the psychology of Iron Man I like the Captain America movies because of Captain America and sometimes the sidekicks I like um uh, I think I like the majority of Marvel movies because of the actual hero. I can't even really name you the actual villains in some of the movies that I like in Marvel. Like, I,
2: Iron Man 3 was trash because trash.
0: Iron I, Man 3 was trash because it could have just been like an episode. <laughs> it wasn't even a movie to me. It was like a whole bunch of dialogue for 45 minutes. Fight scene was like... Me. Five minutes and then it was, uh...
1: I just didn't like how uh they didn't make the Mandrain character like that's not that that wasn't mandrain it was just like a a dude and an actor. he was an actor so I was like yeah. oh I thought we were I thought we were gonna get the Mandrain because the Mandrain is a really um good villain for Iron man and then they just kind of nope he's not really the villain at all so That's why I didn't like... I've watched it recently, and I appreciate it a lot better than I originally. At first, I thought it was, like you guys, I thought it was trash. But then I watched it again not too long ago, and I was like, ah, it's okay. It's okay. I thought the first Captain America, first Avenger, was trash. And then I've watched it, like, a 100,000 times now, and it's pretty good. But I, I see what Keon's saying. In those movies, Iron Man and Captain America, the heroes completely um carry the movies but you know if you go along the avengers um thanos is shoot thanos was what drove that movie
0: oh i'll give you that but also i think that movie was literally built for thanos like yeah like but if, if you're looking at it like can you name any of the villains from like guardians of the galaxy
2: uh, Ronan was the first one, and then Ronan was the first one, and then uh, what's his name's uh like, 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 the Star Lord's dad, Star Lord's dad's name, Ego, like,
1: he- Ego,
0: from- Ego. Hey, y'all yeah. better than me. I can't remember them. I can't remember uh Thor's old Thor's uh, villains.
1: First one was Loki. Second one was the Dark Elves. Loki's the third one, be. he was the villain in, that <laughs> one. in the first one. In the first one, he was. He was a man. He tried to kill. He, well, he thought he yeah. killed his brother. Um, and the third one was uh, uh, his sister. His sister, but I don't remember her name. Uh, That's an H.
0: That's what I'm uh, saying. Like not Helen. Boy, even when he, I watch Iron Hella. 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 Yeah. Y'all are better than me. Man, I also remind you, I am a <laughs> comic book guy and I don't pay attention to the book.
1: Uh, i uh, i'm also a comic book guy and i have (laughs) kids that watch the same thing over and over again so i I do i do have the uh that benefit
0: i'm not a comic book guy but i still know these things yeah you pay attention ian that's 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 what makes you a great husband you you pay attention and you listen
3: hey (laughs) father's day is
1: on the horizon
0: (laughs) I I on the other hand, if it, if it, if it's not interesting, well, if 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 I'm, I have to be fully invested into the villain to care about the villain because I know that villain's only there for one movie. Like I'd be damned if I if I can tell you any other character yeah. other than Aquaman.
2: I'll do you one better. Uh, you guys watching Invincible.
0: Oh, I'll yeah, admit, the greatest villain of all time because of the villain. <laughs> <I'll admit. laughs>
2: yeah. the villain is so important. Woo!
0: But also, I, I, I read Invincible comic books. So the complexity of Invincible is why I know every character in Invincible. Um, I also advise people not to read the comics if they got to Invincible because yeah. of the show. Because it's, it's going to spoil a lot that's going to come in like upcoming seasons. Uh, that's like asking
2: the people when Game of Thrones came out. Don't watch, don't read the books, and then they all got mad
1: when they got ahead of the book. I know so, <laughs> one thing about an uh, in- invincible battle beast. Excuse my language. There ain't no hope. <laughs> battle beast. Woo! I uh, like that dude.
0: Look, when I tell one, well, and, and, and for people that don't really know Invincible, it's just a lot. This isn't a spoiler, but, like, it's part of uh Spawn's universe. So, like, the same same writer that wrote Spawn wrote Invincible, and if you were a big fan of Spawn, you're going to be a way bigger fan of Invincible. And Spawn dark.
1: Yeah, spawn, spawn was really dark. I still remember when it came out. I'm older. Spawn. You're going to be awake. Mm. Did you ever read Spawn comics, Todd McFarlane?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I read the comics. I, I watched the old television. I was a kid not understanding what the television <laughs> Did you watch and the I- movie, though, with Michael J. White? And I thought he actually did it. I, I think it was an un, um, underappreciated movie with Michael J. White
1: as Spawn. Well, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad because of him. It was bad because it wasn't as good as comic first. Uh, it was boring. Um,
2: the but villain. John Leguizamo. The, mm. the,
1: the villain wasn't that. They, they didn't. I, I think they miscast the villain by a lot. and They should have had him doing bigger. The word is bigger. That, that goes right back to the theory. The villain Spahn, makes movie, because Spawn Spawn doesn't do a whole lot of talk talking so much. A lot so, of you know, I mean, it's a little sim- similar to Blade. Like just comparing the two movies, not the necessarily the, the characters, but he's a little bit like Blade. That he doesn't say much, but just get the job done. So the villain has to be. He's gotta become come He's gotta, he's gotta be witty. He's gotta, you gotta care. You gotta, like, ooh, this dude is bad, all that sort of stuff. And if they're not, then the movie suffers. And I feel like Spawn suffered because um, of that. I wish they would redo that one.
0: Yeah, that would be good. I, I, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind a rebuild of that.
2: Big ol' fall share, buddy. I guess this is a good place to start. Uh, welcome to another edition of Two Piece and a Biscuit. I'm one of your hosts, Ian, and I got the co host
1: with me, Lawrence. What's happening? What's up? What's up, everybody? Everybody like these uh, different seasons we get rain, sunshine, rain, sunshine.
2: Welcome to Atlanta. I said bipolar weather, but expect less. We got the homie Keon with us. What's happening with you?
0: Hey, man! Another day, another dollar. We almost have playoff season.
2: Yeah, we got what one more week in regular <laughs> season NBA. Yeah. Is on to the the play in game stuff.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, that should be fun. Uh, let's see, well, you we got got the NFL schedule about to be, be released, <clears throat> and it means that we took a nice little break. This is our first pod since the draft. <clears throat> Uh, how you guys feel about the draft and uh, the post uh, undrafted free agents signings? I let Kean
1: go first.
3: Hey. I'm
0: more, I'm more excited on the fact that we have, I think, like the third easiest schedule coming up. <laughs> so there's when it comes to draft picks and and the signings for the falcons um it, it kind of is okay to have that trial and error for like the first 4 weeks um because of your your easy schedule it's it's i understand we have like preseason games but i always think my my preseason starts the first 4 weeks of the nfl season um just because you 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 see everybody kind of playing their hardest you don't get the whole subbing subbing your starters for bench players uh at halftime and or third quarter um so you know it's it's that's more what i'm interested in um as we said during the, you know the watch party and and um i'm still not fully impressed with what the falcons have done um with their draft picks i Still don't I understand that we're not gonna pick up the option of Hayden Hurst and probably gonna roll with Kyle Pitts for as long as we can. Um so as of right now, it's just kind of
1: like we'll see. That, that that's that's kind of how I feel. Just we'll see. Um when I figured out that the Falcons were not rebuilding and they were retooling, I became okay with what they did. Um, Kyle Pitts on the team um, means that they believe in Matt Ryan, you know. Um, That's what they're, they're going to take a run again to the playoffs and maybe going a little further. My issue with that is now they may trade Julio. So now this explosive offense that you're going to try to take a run with you might be missing one of the, the the better parts. Now everybody keeps saying, "Well, maybe Julio's falling off." Da 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 da. Maybe so, but he's still an offensive weapon, an offensive threat. I need to see him out there. Um, oh. Second, I want to see what they're going to do in free agency um, with the defense. Oh. I, I just don't know that the defense is constructed. Uh, It's not going to stop anybody. Now, we do have a more aggressive scheme that we're bringing in, um, but I don't know if we necessarily have the players enact that scheme. And then the last thing is, it looks like we're going to be wildly over the cap, so so, which is why there is a possibility that we move on from Julio and we don't re-sign Hurst and so on and so forth. But the idea is, that we're going to take a run, um, you know. If they were if they were trying to rebuild, I think they would have gone aggressively at Trey Lance. A lot of people wanted uh, um, the Ohio State quarterback. Uh, I just I don't know, but uh, you know, I'm in wait and see mode. So let's see.
2: Oh, so, my team had a very interesting uh, draft night. Thanks to one Adam Schefter, and we'll get to that later on. But I think that as far as picks goes, I, w- I was kind of fine with it. You know, we needed another cornerback because we you know we we got King back on a one year deal. We're going to re sign. Uh, we're going to extend Alexander, and I like Eric Stokes as a as a corner. You know, from UGA, and uh, we got we got some other guys to help out on on the O line and D line. Uh, I think we got a decent linebacker that can come in and you know, add to the rotation of middle linebackers that we have. And, um, and I and I really like the Amari Rodgers uh, draft pick. You know, getting him in the 3rd round, he's basically going to be Randall Cobb, hopefully Randall Cobb 2.0. And fun fact, you know, I didn't know about it until prior to the draft, but uh, he's actually the son of T Martin, former Tennessee quarterback. Had no idea. So he's got he's got NFL pedigree, so you know we we'll, we'll see but as you know if 12 doesn't come back, take everything I just said and uh throw it out the window
1: ball it up real tight and throw it in the garbage yeah. be in the rebuild rebuild mode if 12 doesn't come back yeah quick quick fast and in a hurry.
2: So, since I mentioned it, uh, Adam Schefter, so the person that started all this stuff, uh, he's one that reported on draft night that uh, Aaron Rodgers. You no know, sources told him that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay officially, and uh, yeah, that got everybody getting the trade machines going and all the scenarios, and got my phone blowing up, you know, from people laughing, say "Ha ha, Aaron wants out," and. Family members saying, forget Aaron Rodgers because he's being punk and wants to leave. To which I then was like, hey, you know, I was I would I would say initially I was in my feelings a little bit, too. <laughs> and then I realized that I don't get in my feelings at all about anything. And I just kind of said, OK, you know, he's a Packer until he's not a Packer. And I still stand by that. But on Thursday, Adam Schefter did an interview with Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick show, and admitted that he really didn't have sources. It was a story that he accumulated over time and his source was himself. To which then made me ask the question, one, who does this? And two, why is nobody else really talking about this in the media? You know, I'll, I'll go to Keon, what, what'd you think about that?
0: There's a difference between journalism and the media. Journalism, when you when you want journalism, shout out, you know, support, you know, support black journalists. Yeah, cool. Um, journalism is when you actually want to know facts. You you want to read up on concrete evidence, you you, you want to learn what's actually going on the media, which everybody hates, you know, when people be like, it's the media, it's the media, it's the media. The media is clickbait. The media is what you want to read to be entertained, not to know anything, to be entertained, to come up with your own storylines, to come up with your own opinions. It's the reason why people will only listen to certain, certain people of the media because you tend to agree with that person more. It's like watching Undisputed. Either you're watching it and you're going to either like um, Shannon Sharp because you love LeBron or you're watching it because you hate LeBron, so you agree with Skip Bayless. No
1: Shout matter- out
0: Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there, there's no concrete evidence, and and what Adam did, which I, it, it's very crazy because Adam is a journalist. What he did was take his take his self out of the role of journalists to the media. When you say, when you give this information about Aaron Rodgers and someone says, who's your source? And you reply, what do you mean? Where's the source? We've been seeing this happen for the past... Dude, if you can't answer the question of who's your source, you have now been a part of the media. You you have now taken what you went to school for and you've done the complete opposite. Um, it, 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 it puts him in, especially as the ESPN senior writer, and, and let's be real, this is the guy that we go to. Um, for all NFL rumors, reports, stuff, because he usually has the best sources. You're not out here listening to Woj or Shams in basketball trying to figure out what their opinions are. Nobody cares about Woj and in, in Shams' opinion. You care about horses, their facts, and where they get their information from. Adam went completely over then I guess you kind of went the route of, you know, what a Skip Bayless or a, a Shannon Sharp, um, Shannon Sharpe or Stephen A. Smith does sometimes, which is just kind of say, mm, I don't, I don't like the, 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 the attitude or the, it, or, or you know, this is, this happens, so this might happen, and let's just predict that this. That, that's just bad. It's bad for business. I think it's a bad look on ESPN. Um, but overall, it's a bad look on Adam.
2: Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me read some of the quotes that he had from the interview. Uh, absolutely, that is accurate and correct. When asked if he chose to break the story on draft day, it was nothing that morning that came in all of a sudden said to me, yeah, he wants out. You should report this. It was an accumulation of information. So, another quote I said: How long until it gets out of Aaron Rodgers once out of Green Bay? It's gonna come out. What well, doesn't matter if it comes out now or next week or next month. So basically, you just took the information that you, that you again, your one word accumulated.
1: And
2: said, I'm gonna drop this out here now, and lead it with the headlines. Sources
1: tell me Aaron Aaron Rodgers wants out. I just want to say that if this were Stephen A. Smith, uh, people would have been jumping up and down on his uh, baby fro. They'd have have jumped all over it. Uh, I'm not a big Stephen A. Smith guy, but I realize wrong is wrong. And uh, I've been following Schefter for a long time. I still remember when he was at NFL Network. And he was, he was the guy that I followed uh, for my football stuff. Um, Credibility is always key when it comes to your sports info. Um, And he was that guy. So the fact that he did this uh, screams one of two things. One, um, he didn't want to reveal his source or whoever his source was like, Hey man, I wasn't ready for you to tell that or two. He's just making stuff up just to make the news cycle, you know, and if it's, if it's, if it's that, then he's got to be held. He should be held accountable for his lack of professionalism as a journalist. Uh, he's got to be held for his lack of accountability as a senior uh, NFL analyst for ESPN, because people aren't going to trust what he says anymore. Cause this is, that's, I mean, what he said is not just, hurtful to the fans of NFL, but it hurts the Packers fans too. Like, and the fact that Aaron Rodgers is probably, he probably is unhappy. Let's There's, there's no mistake about that. Um, but whether he wants out or not, that's a bit, that's a, that's big news. And it's, and it's something that's going to um, continue to cycle and, and circle and loom around the Packers the whole season, especially if they don't make a move. So shame on him.
2: Yeah, that goes back to my very first question that I asked, and I'll give you both a chance to answer it. Why hasn't anybody else
0: made a big deal about about it? Because you don't want to put you don't want to put a media guy that's not like on television and and talking the face of of this, as well as the fact doesn't like Adam's platform is sources on Twitter. It's not no, no one's listening to a podcast with Adam on. Oh. Nobody's listening, looking at the show with Adam on it. Oh. it, it, it but he's got
2: weird. a, but he's got a podcast. ESPN I,
0: has. He, yeah, he has the podcast, but no, nobody's listening to that. It, it's not. It's it, it. Nobody's listening to it for for Adam's opinion. Once again, it's it, it's because you're expecting to to hear sources. You're expecting to hear actual facts come out of his mouth. Why it's not being publicized, who knows? It's, it's, it, it reminds me of, um, remember the Stephen A. Smith Kevin Durant situation. The reason why that got blown up is because Stephen A. Smith has his show, Stephen A. Smith has a radio show, Stephen A. Smith has first takes, so they can talk about it over and over and over again. The difference between that and what's going on now is like. When Kevin Durant said Stephen A. Smith is a liar, Steven's Stephen A put out some evidence. He was like, so this wasn't you that texted me. This this wasn't you that so it, it's it's those type of situations. Uh, I I like I don't honestly for me, I don't I don't think it should be blown up. It's just a I I do believe that he should be held accountable. But what you if you want to like look at it on NFL Live, I don't watch NFL Live to uh-huh. figure out why we need to chastise Adam. No, but, I, I don't know about the the what's going around the NFL.
1: But
2: but here's here's the problem I have with that is because ESPN is uh-huh. currently running with that same byline of Adam Schefter reports Aaron Rodgers wants out, and that was and that was the byline for. All three days at the draft with Adam Schefter showing up and talking, reporting on my sources said that Aaron Rodgers wants out.
0: I agree with that. Uh, like so there is like, I think the accountability, if, if 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 I'm ESPN, the accountability is I need to look for a new lead NFL senior writer. Not saying that necessarily fire Adam, but clearly you have stepped out of your role as as the source guy for nfl so as well as the fact of look at what it's about to do with nfl players nfl players are not coming to Adam. like dude you, you you kind of ruin the trust of 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 your job when it, when you do stuff like that so i i am more i would more be upset at the fact of if there's no accountability shown towards adam um via espn
1: well, uh, one, one thing interesting about all of this, too, is though um, Aaron Rodgers hasn't necessarily refuted anything Adam Schefter said. Uh, so that that that's also going to be key, too. But again, what I would say, and I agree 100% with Keon, there has to be some sort of accountability. Because him saying sources, me being the source, and no other source, it, it not only hurts... Like I said, it hurts Packers fans, but it also hurts ESPN. Like, if you're like, well, shoot, ESPN's go live to me. Why would I go to ESPN? They'll go somewhere else. Like, they'll go to NFL Network and they got a whole bunch of Bevy Riders. They go to Yahoo. You go to Sports Illustrated. I mean, you can go pretty much anywhere for sports news, you know? So, I don't know why. I don't know why they aren't making a bigger deal of it or at least getting on to him in some kind of some sort kind of way um again keon put out some uh good points about um sh- 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 too loud sorry about that um i don't to to keon's point about you know Steve a smith and him uh them not getting on to him or why they would be different because he has such a large media platform i think that's also a really good point too but you, I think you have to be right, you have to be accurate, um, and you have to have facts that check out. Otherwise, you you lose credibility in, in this thing called sports. You know, you, you lose almost everything. Mm. Trying to get a whole
2: new shams from the NFL. Bring back the more report.
1: Bring somebody else in there. Yeah, something. But that, that's that's that, that's like that's like Shefty's first the big big uh, slip up. But that's like his first. I never heard of him doing anything like this before. So I, I'm really curious as, as to the why. Try to be the first to a story, and then second, that's like it. I said, Aaron Rodgers ain't Aaron Rodgers ain't refuted it. He's had a lot of time to. to speak on this maybe he'll have a sit down at some point but he hadn't he hadn't said well he's lying or i didn't tell him this yet so there's that there's the other part aaron's
0: Aaron's not a big big guy on that though that's that's also the thing like aaron is i remember uh aaron was on Pat mcafee show yeah and he he spoke about you know what um how to meet, like clickbait, and and how he views the media. He doesn't like, he doesn't like the media. Um, so I don't ex like either. Either two things are gonna happen. Either Adam uh, Aaron Rodgers is gonna come up and say, "Yo, that motherfucking lying," <laughs> um, or there's going to be an actual source that comes out that. Adam is right and then Adam is going to be like I told you.
2: Here's the thing. Aaron don't talk to nobody so if I don't talk to anybody why would I want to speak up now? Now it just sounds like I'm lying. Possible. So it's one of those damned if you do, (laughs) damned if you don't. Just sit back and wait. Hopefully they get things figured out up there
0: in Green Bay. It'll be interesting though. Like it's, it's. I think it's always interesting when non-football players are part of football news. Now, (laughs)
2: yeah. True, but speaking of non-football players being in football news, Tim Tebow. (laughs) Whoa! Shot fired. fired.
0: That one.
2: Apparently he's uh getting a chance to uh become a full-on uh NFL player and you know make it, make it to the NFL pitching. Could resign with the Jaguars, you know, it's not official. You know, he, you know when he does sign, you know, will, will he make the team? Probably a chance that he makes the
1: team. He's,
2: uh, he's with his boy Urban. And uh, got a lot of people in their feelings. Lawrence, how'd you feel when you heard about this?
1: Well, you know, as we spoke on the group chat, um, this is a guy that seems to have the most opportunities that I've ever seen out of an athlete. And his career has died like five times. Um, I don't... I understand and I don't at the same time. For Jacksonville, there's got to be more... Um, polished tight ends out there, guys that are, are are practicing every day. Their position in football was tight end, and they chose Tebow, who has not played the position. Was actually playing baseball and on ESPN and on the SEC network doing that, and you decided to pick him. Uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. And people say, well, you know, it shouldn't be a big deal, but it kind of is, right? I'm not going to go as far as the white privilege part because there are, there are players, black, white, and other that are still are trying to get that position too. But what I will say, it is privilege. Somebody at all costs wants Tim Tebow I shouldn't say somebody, somebody's want Tim Tebow to uh, excel and keep getting these chances at all costs. And I, I just say he is not a rep- representation of what regular America is like, you know, And it, and it for the guy who's been busting his butt trying to get get a shot. That sucks to the guy who never got his shot that sucks too so uh i don't understand it um and you know it just shows to me that that if you have a name that people like your chances are unlimited
2: who have you heard of that was out the game for eight years and then was able to come right back
1: not a dang person (laughs) not a dang person not a one
0: Keon, uh, yeah, go. Um, black people, we have this saying when it comes to networking opportunities. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Um, I know Lauren said that he will not um, equate this with white privilege. That's why I'm here. Yes, white privilege. Yes, it is. <laughs> Shout out to the privilege of white. Um, Now, nah, Tim Tebow, uh, Tim Tebow is the reason why I, I always say to myself, I should pray more because God has everything in store for this man um from a failed nfl career where he makes millions of dollars to a failed baseball career where he makes money to now being a tight end for the jackson jacksonville jaguars the privilege comes into play when your coach in college is now coaching the jacksonville jaguars that's that's basically what it is tim my my thing is is just the fact of this is a, this looks like it was a very easy decision for the Jaguars to make to for this guy being tight end who isn't a tight end. I don't care if anybody's saying, "Oh, well, Tim Tebow's in good shape." Yo, I just saw Mike Vick run a four seven. He's not getting picked up in the NFL. Uh, like, um, I, I I still continue continue to see Colin Kaepernick practicing, and 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 he's not getting back in the NFL. Um
2: not getting a tryout
0: not even getting a tryout so so with that it's it's ridiculous i even i mean i've seen nick folk miss so many freaking kicks and he still gets tryouts oh like this is a situation where it's 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 name value i mean tim tebow is now the most talked about guy in the nfl right now After eight years not being in the league. Um this like this is a a a act on 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 white privilege that that
1: is so
0: obvious. Um, but as well as the fact of that there is other privilege added to that. The privilege of being Tim Tebow. Um personally, like that's that's his big thing. Like he, this man goes viral for when people sneak, uh, say God, he says bless you right after or loves you. And, and Tim Tebow always finds his way to be in, in the media. And, and I don't, I'm not mad at him. Get your money. Um, but I am mad at the fact that we continue to make this guy a story knowing good and well that he's not going to be good. I will say this. I hope he makes it. I hope he becomes starting tight end because I want to see him try to block Aaron Donald. Cause that will be the greatest highlight that I see. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like in these situations, it's, it's not, you're hoping somebody will fail, but I'm sorry. I'm going to be that asshole. I don't want to see him fail.
1: Here's
2: one thing I always harp on. And I think about anytime they they try to explain they try to justify like actions they tell you don't be the distraction yet we know tim tebow is a distraction and then they turn around and say are you worth the distraction tim tebow is going to be man number 51 out of 53 on the roster that just that's just one ahead of the kicker and the punter he's not good enough to be worth this distraction but apparently somebody decided, you know, we're willing to deal with it. And Urban Meyer is that person who was the same person that hired the, the racist strength, strength and conditioning coach on on the, the thought of, hey, I know the guy. He wouldn't do that. He's my friend. And then when a the backlash hit, he's decided to fire him. Uh, to Lawrence, this is definitely. I'm It's got hints of white privilege tim tebow is a special kind of privilege that i we've yet to understand in the last
1: decade and change have figured out how he's so how he's so blessed well the the reason why i'm saying it's not white privilege because hit him getting picked up affects white people too you know tight tight ends there are white tight ends that are not getting an opportunity they don't have the same opportunity as well so i'm not i'm I'm, I'm not so quick to call it white privilege because of that. This is not just, it's not just affecting people of color. It's affecting, it's, it affects anybody who is trying to get this position. And, and that, but, and there, that but,
2: there, but there are a lot of positions like that, where everybody can apply for and everybody can get it in some way, somehow that one person gets it because of you know, one of the factors being skin color.
1: Well, I think I think it's not skin color, I think it's name. It's it's who he is. It's who he's connected to. It's who he knows. He's got the ultimate uh, uh, connection card, whatever it is that you want. Because like I said, he just- Mike
2: Tomlin knows Michael Vick pretty well. He's not calling Michael Vick in to be, to be a DB. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. But then again, Mike but, Tomlin's not calling a lot of black people for other stuff, and that's a whole nother conversation. That being said,
0: but as well day. as the fact, huh? real quick, Lawrence, it, it, it's, yeah, I understand your point of like white tight ends are not getting the opportunity too as well. But the the reason why it's 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 white privilege is the fact of one, you have good players, good black players, who aren't getting an opportunity, um. Because of stance or because of something that, um, you know, like in Michael Michael Vick's case, even though he did come back, um, uh, a stance of a mistake that that he has, um, he he took his consequences, he had his uh tribulation, his trials and tribulations, and then he came back. Um, and then there's the situation with Colin Kaepernick that we all know. And he still hasn't gotten a, a proper tryout um, to be on an NFL team. And these are good, good, good players. Um, and then you have a situation with Tim Tebow, who has not. There's never a time you said Tim Tebow had a good season. There's not a situation where Tim Te- you you say that Tim Tebow is good to be a tight pick. Nobody has ever looked at Tim Tebow and was like, oh my God, this dude is tight in NFL ready. And then he gets that opportunity. I understand name is part of it, but you're not doing that with, look at how many uh, people, black people uh, that are in different sports or, 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 um,
3: Okay. Or um,
0: yeah. celebrities in general that yeah. are that are that, that they say, oh man, this dude can play this. This dude can play that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and but you're not seeing them get that you job. Being, they like J Cole right is playing for the Africa League. J Cole's not playing for the Charlotte Hornets. J Cole didn't get a tryout with the Charlotte Hornets. J. Cole is playing in Africa for the Rwanda Patriots. By the way, that name itself is just weird. Um, the Patriots of Rwanda. The Patriots of Rwanda. It, it's it's so weird. Um, But you're not seeing J. Cole put on a jersey for the Charlotte Hornets, the New York Knicks, the Toronto Raptors. No. Nah. Tim Tebow isn't playing for the Canadian League or a or what would uh uh XFL or or arena football. He's getting a, a a position in the National Football League with the best players in the world. Definitely calling white privilege.
2: Uh I I advise you guys to go on Facebook and uh like and share the stream and also check out these comments. Uh one uh Maurice Dixon friend of the podcast. Uh, one of, part of his quote, uh, Tebow has a chance to reach the people on a level and make disciples.
1: So he's talking about from a Christian, uh, Christian standpoint, <laughs> doing the work uh, of the Lord and reaching more people with this platform. That's, uh, that's not one I, I necessarily thought of, you know, but I mean, uh, Maurice is not uh, wrong about that he athletes. is wrong well hear me out bro hear me out uh he's not wrong at what he's saying he does have an opportunity to reach more people he just shouldn't do it in the 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 vacuum that he's doing he should not should not be on the football field doing that he can be an evangelist and reach people he can be he can go out and do the 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 work of of the lord out in the people he didn't have to do it on the football field playing tight end because other people better than him deserve those opportunities
2: maurice said he got that from a homeboy if you don't get out of here tell your (laughs) tell your friend i said get out of here you You, again this is person number 51 on a 53 man roster and you're talking about reaching disciples because you gave him a job a spot he's not gonna be a special teamer he's not he's he's really he if he plays that would be shocking
0: um, you literally just,
2: took, you, you literally took away the spotlight from drafting Trevor Lawrence and having him on the team to go with Tim Tebow.
0: Look, there, there's an there's a NBA player, well, a, a guy that got drafted to the NBA in the probably the greatest draft class, 1996 draft class by the name of Marcus Mann. Marcus Mann got drafted by the Golden State Warriors. Um, the reason why people do not know about Marcus Mann is because Marcus Mann, after he got drafted, said, I don't think this is my calling and then became Reverend Marcus
1: Mann. That's exactly <laughs> that. that I'm, a, I'm in agreement to that. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, that's how, that's how it should be done. So
0: this whole, you can pull disciples, you can always pull disciples. Oh, uh, gave it to LeBron. <laughs> you can pull disciples. Did somebody say LeBron? You can pull disciples from, from doing something completely different than joining Absolutely. the NFL. 100%. So, so with that, if this is a ploy yeah. to get uh Christian followers, if he's joining the NFL to get Christian followers, do it a different way, brother. Uh <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not going with that one. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh yeah. welcome in the show from the friend of the show Maurice. You now he's got the all basketball podcast and he's coming and talk some Tebow and some football stuff with us, if, if he's not frozen. The, he, he at L.A. Fitness working it out.
3: What's,
2: what's happening, Mo?
3: you
2: oh, so going in and out on us. You over there playing racquetball or something?
1: He looked like you're on the Stairmaster. Oh, man,
0: reaching the stairway to heaven. That's what's up.
2: Say you trying to get right for the summer working on glutes and hammocks.
1: I had a a smart comment. I'm gonna keep that to myself.
2: Yeah, keep that to yourself, please. I'm gonna keep it to myself. But yeah, back to Tebow. I think bull. It is stupid. It is headline stealing. And not even for a good reason. It's Tim Tebow. You know, we clowned him for being trying to be a baseball player at 27. You know, we clowned him for that. He failed at that attempt. We clowned him for being a a mediocre analyst on the SEC network. You know, he was definitely a mediocre quarterback in the league. And now he's going to be a tight end. That
1: is an (laughs) understatement. Mediocre. He was bad. He was bad. But unfortunately, he this was day, bad
2: in the in NFL. day and age. All people care about is the win. The first thing they're gonna say is, "Did he win?" The man, the man had a game where he went two for he went two for eight at you know passing the ball, and they won the game fourteen to six. That counts as a win
1: for him. Unfortunately, he completed under fifty percent, under fifty percent, under. Hear what I'm saying? Under fifty percent of his passes that season. Who does
2: that? His greatest game, that, that that playoff game, he went 14 for 34. He threw for 300, but that's because Demarius Thomas and Eddie Royal ran for about the other 200. Yeah. But, again, Tim Tebow, you know, good luck to you, I guess. Uh, wish you the best, Urban Meyer. Yeah, that's all I got for you.
0: I hope you failed. <laughs> yo, yo, you can you can uh you can can be the guy that says, yo, I, I wish you the best. I hope you line up with Aaron Donald and I hope Aaron Donald knocks your block off. I hope that when Aunt Aaron Donald puts you on the ground, you call out for Jesus like you've never called out for Jesus before.
1: Oh wow. Wow. But you
2: gotta get through training camp, you know, and he's gonna. He's gonna come in there with all that tough guy inspirational speech stuff. And then them boys are gonna look at him and be like, dude, you might not, you shouldn't even be on this roster. Don't come in with at me with that Florida, Florida speech. Tell me, I'll do everything I can to win. I promise you, we're not gonna
3: lose another game. And I
2: being out of, out of breath, talking.
1: Um, I just hope I just hope the right man gets position, That's all.
0: Look, you can you can do the Christian speech. The best the best uh, speech I've ever heard is still from Drew Brees, um, when he remixed uh, that song that walk around the club F everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, I think it's on YouTube. Drew Brees remixed it, and I till this day I haven't heard a better football speech. And may I remind you, I'm a Falcons fan. And I did he plays all uh, day. And I and I complimented Drew Brees.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, let's see
2: if we got Mo Mo's trying to come back one more time. Let's see if we got him this time. Because he might actually be perfect for this next conversation that we have too. Stairmaster. Maurice in College Park,
0: are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you are low, brother. Your mic is low, low.
3: Can you hear me better now?
0: It's a little
2: bit better. Are you still talking talking now? now? Yeah, we can hear you now.
3: Okay. So, no, when you look at, when you're talking about the favor of God, In the word it says, "My ways not your ways, my thoughts not your thoughts." I think he told that to David. And so, when you talk about as far as Tim Tebow, it's not going to make sense. Tim Tebow has openly come out and said, "From the start, he was a virgin and he was a Christian, and he stood by that." So, when you have the favor of God on your life, it's it's not going to make sense to man. Just like when um when David in the Bible, when his when. The king came to him and said, You have um, we're looking for a son. He put up all his best looking sons. And then his father forgot David in the field. David wasn't big, David wasn't anything, but they found out, oh, if you if you slay Goliath, you'll get the queen. You'll get the king's daughter. And so it didn't make sense. And then after David slay, slayed Goliath, the people chose Saul because he was a good-looking man. He was tall and God warned him, no, that's not who you want because his heart's not right. David's heart ended up being right. So I said all that as far as when it comes to Tebow, it's just not going to make sense. Yeah, it might be some, it might be something as far as a little a little privilege because of his skin color. And obviously, you get purse plus who you know, but it's not gonna make sense. He can reach people we can't reach. I can't reach, Lawrence can't reach those of us who profess Christ is our savior in the lead of our life, you can reach guys on that level. So God's going to place people in all types because our, our greatest commission we were put here to um, Jesus. The last thing Jesus told the disciples was to make the great commission. Go in all the world and let people know mm-hmm. who I am. Spread the gospel, make disciples. So it's not going to make sense.
2: Dang, you got me about to argue against God. I'm good. I'll pass on this one.
0: <laughs> I do agree that it doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, Lawrence, you got anything on that?
3: I, 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 just...
2: I guess not. I Guess he gone.
1: Uh, like I said, more, Ma- more, Ma- Maurice is uh, Maurice has uh, made some really uh, valid points, and uh, on that level, like I said before he got on he can reach people that that we can never reach so again he's not wrong on that aspect i just tim tebow has enough pool enough name enough whatever to reach people without playing football but again who am i i'm only a humble servant of the lord and that's that's all i can say it's not for me to ask why and how
2: Well, I'm done asking why and how, and I just can't wait to see what happens. So that being said, it's good that Mm -hmm. we got Maurice on here. Uh, One, Russell Westbrook, broke uh, Oscar Robinson's career uh, triple-double record and uh, got us asking a question, is Russell Westbrook a top 10 point guard all time? My opinion He's he might actually be in there, surprisingly. But what say what's, what's, uh, you, Maurice? Got got you on the spot.
3: Top ten: uh, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry, John Stockton, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul, Tony uh, Archibald. Walt Frazier. Ooh. Uh,
0: and Oscar ain't been said once yet.
3: Um, yeah, I was just listening to him on other podcasts. Oscar Robertson. and Steve Nash is, uh, I, I, I got to go. I got to go with a guy who I can trust not just because he's putting up triple-doubles, when I can trust in the clutch. Yeah, Westbrook plays all out, blazing, blazing fireball, but he making the same decisions late in the game as he's going to make in the first quarter. Chuck it up. And come on, man. is. <laughs> so I I'll probably put him right outside if I'm not this one. And, but I mean, uh-huh. he's in there. I mean. I I can understand that too, but for him, for him not to take, maybe he hasn't had the chance. But for him not to take a team very far, and just to do some of the same things and to have that attitude, I just don't like that. I mean that that not takes him down a few notches. I know it doesn't. That's not. That shouldn't affect his play on the. That's not going to affect his play on the basketball court, but.
2: Okay. What say you, Keon? Uh,
0: especially after listening to Maurice's list, Russell Westbrook is a top ten point guard. Of all, time. <laughs> 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 look, um, was it? Look, absolutely not. You, when you name Tiny Archibald, I'm really out there. Like, come on, man. Um,
2: that tiny and wall. When well, you said tiny and wall. My face lit immediately, lit, huh? I mean the champions,
0: um, right? The, tiny I, I,
3: the champions. Get,
0: I get champions, but you also named John Stockton fourth, and he's not a champion. All time name, um,
3: leader. Trust a hey, club. look,
0: I, I I I am agreeing with you on John, John Stockton. I I think John Stockton is top five. He he has a record that I don't I do not think is going to be beaten on both sides of the court of steals and assists. When it comes to Russell Westbrook, the 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 man gets what he gets. Like when it comes to skill, athleticism, uh, passing that ball, rebounding the ball, and getting buckets, Russell Westbrook does all that. So I can't knock him for not getting that championship, um, especially because of the fact of one when and and as well as the fact of the fact that we're like arguing if Steve Nash is a top ten point guard is also kind of wild. He's definitely top ten as well time MVP I'm not putting an, uh, the top 10 MV, uh, a person that's won two MVPs not in a top 10 when it comes to point guards when there's only been like what four point guards to win MVP ever um Russell Westbrook um when it comes to being a top point guard he fits the caliber when it comes to championship point guards he does not I mean that's just kind of how it is um, but then again, how many point guards do you know have actually led their team to a championship? There's not a lot. Um, and honestly, I think there's really only two. Um, and that's Magic Johnson.
1: Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry. Hello. I mean, Steph Curry answers the chats.
3: All right. So, okay. so. four. <laughs>
2: You said Chauncey Billups. I, I didn't know that Chauncey Billups was in the conversation of all-time great point guards that, that missed me.
3: Oh, oh, oh okay. I about to say if not then. No, I thought it was based off what Keon was saying as far as he said. Uh, of, of just, no,
0: just, just I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going off of the top or whatever, just point oh. guards who have led their team to championships. Um, I, I guess Chauncey Billups does fit that, that bill, even though he, he probably doesn't get credit for that as much um but once again it's it's not a lot um what about rick Barry?
1: uh he was small forward small like, forward oh,
0: okay. My bad. shooting guard at that not nah, shooting guard small forward but um though like there's not a lot when it comes to um champion like champion um Uh, point guards to lead to championships. So I'm not going to knock Russell Westbrook for that. Um, Russell Westbrook has the ability to get whatever he wants on the court. And that's not just saying scoring wise, that's going off of passing and rebounding. Um, I think Russell Westbrook could play in any era of basketball. I believe that Russell Westbrook, if it comes down to me picking certain players, Russell Westbrook will probably be picked before them. Um, The only knock on Russell Westbrook is the fact that when it comes to leading a team, he kind of struggles a little bit. Uh, Like I've said this whole year, the fact that the Washington Wizards are 10th in the East is ridiculous to me. I don't I, like people love saying you know th- that other than Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook they don't have anybody on the team. I'm like, look, you have a guy that was All Star starter and you got a guy who's won MVP in less than f- in, in a five year span um, on that team, and I believe that they should lead the Washington Wizards to a better seating than a play in opportunity. So that I do knock Russell Westbrook um, as a player. What's up, Ian?
2: i would say I push back on that one because of the injury bug that hit them at the start of the
0: season and during the season. I I agree with that, but then again, I also look at the other teams that are above them that also have been hit by the injury bug. Um, the the Celtics are ahead of them. They didn't. They dealt with uh, Jason Tatum getting COVID, Kimball Walker missing like the first twenty games. Uh, Marcus Smart got COVID. Like, yeah, like the. Uh, the only team that I've seen that, that so they, just,
2: they just overall underachieve. period. The fact that they're fighting
0: to stay in, that's more of an indictment on Boston than I would say would be on Washington. I, I agree with that as well. Uh, but just going off of Washington, I can't use the injury bug because you've just seen other the other teams ahead of them that also dealt with the injury bug. Um, and to the top guys as well.
2: Um, that's like saying, uh, you giving, would you give the Lakers a pass? Cause they're going through the same situation where they've gone from basically the top team in the West to now potentially the playing game.
0: Uh, I, 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 the Lakers also situation. Well, once again, that probably goes more into my West versus East situation of they're in the West. And I think in the West, you need your, your superstars kind of all year. Um, but also at the same time, what AD missed 25 games, which is a quarter of the season. Um, LeBron is a quarter of the season as well. So that's, that's a big knock on, on the West, especially because if you're looking at the top 16 teams in the NBA in general, how many teams on the East are actually top? Like if you're a fourth seed in the West, you're like, what a number two seed in the East. Um, So with that, that's kind of a different standing just because of the fact that I think the West is just tougher and you kind of need your superstars all season for the East. Russell Westbrook and, and Bradley Beal have played enough games to where I think that they should have won more games than what they have this season. Um, especially in the also in the division that they're in. I mean, their division is what the Hawks, Heat he, are they the Hawks Heat? Um yeah, Hawks Heat, Orlando, no,
2: Charlotte and them.
0: Charlotte and the, yeah, like I I definitely think you should be somewhere in that at least four, five, six range.
2: I mean, the Hawks are in that four, five, six or four. Miami's five. Charlotte is is eight. So pretty much the only quote unquote losers in the, in that division or would be Orlando. Orlando and you know Washington, they're they're probably gonna make it as a 10.
1: Yeah,
0: but that's that's the knock on Russell Westbrook. But when you're looking at overall player no, nah, Russell Westbrook's definitely top 10 as a point guard. If you add a championship, Russell Westbrook goes all the way to top 5. So, one one title for Russell Westbrook puts him in top 5.
2: Yeah. See, to me the great what if with Russell is what if they don't blow that lead to Golden State and they go to a second finals, him and him and KD.
0: He's in top 5.
2: That that changes the narrative for for him it's, a, it's and, the same
0: with john stockton if john stockton won one championship john stockton might be top two
2: yeah uh yeah going off these lists it is definitely tough for me to say that russ is not a top 10 point guard you know we wow. go by the criteria championship like like you said Keon, not many point guards have led their teams to championships uh and with the accumulation of the stats that an impact that that russ has had uh you said you said clyde frazier that that was cute uh tiny archibald that was cuter uh lawrence is questioned steve
0: Nash.
2: yeah steve nash was gonna get there but you know a lot of steve nash hate comes from you know from winning back-to-back MVPs. you know some people feel like he shouldn't have got that second one uh Lawrence uh, threw in there a name in there yesterday when we were discussing this. Uh, he threw in Gary Payton, to which I then laughed even more because Gary Payton stole one on the way out.
1: It's Well, it wasn't about the championship. It's about its body work in Seattle. Um, he's so best the best player on that team. Best player on the team, probably the best, definitely the best defensive point guard out of there. Your the top only top ten point
0: guard to win defensive player of
1: the year? Only, yeah, the only one. So yeah, that's, uh, it wasn't about rings. I mean, I mean, if you want me to rattle off my top 10, I, I can't cause I did, I did, I did that as well. But Russ, here's the area where Russ falls short. You know, you know, his numbers are great. The last five years have been amazing. Triple, double, triple, double, triple, double. Cool, cool, cool. It's all great. He has not been a part of a 50 win team at all with all those great numbers. That's what we talk about winning. You take Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't have as many triple doubles. He didn't have as high usage rate and all this stuff, but he continues to go on teams and take teams that are, are expected to be crap and makes them great. He makes them, well, not great. Makes them good. The Thunder team is the perfect example. Russ and Paul George leave. They say that team is going in the dump. That team is a fifth seed last year. That's what Chris Paul did. The Suns last year played in the what in the playing game. Suns are now number two in the West. That's what we're talking about. Point guard to me is one of the most important positions in basketball. It's not all all about stats, even though I'm a static mixed stat guy. Stat the most important stat is wins, and I'm not talking about championships. I'm talking about win because only one person at the end of the day can win, or one team can win the title. Russell Westbrook is a great individual player but when you start ranking him it becomes murky all right he's going to be in the hall of fame he's going to have the all-time triple doubles it's great he's an athletic ph- phenomenon it's all like all that stuff but when you when you're ranking him and i he's top 10 all-time i went and, and checked and looked and thought about it he's top 10 all-time point guards but over Gary Payton no over Jason Kidd? No. John Stockton? No. Nash? No. He's not over these guys. He just isn't. So um, that's all I'm saying about Russ. He's top 10 all time. But show, there's got to be more. It's, and it, the, the more is wins. You got to win. When it's time to win, it's time to win. These You talking about guys that have been part of 60 win uh teams you and they were the main focal point most important we like throw that most important out there they they were the most important players on their teams and they got the job done so it's not all about rings because not everybody can win rings but it is about winning at the end of the day and if you continually have a team especially when you have the ultimate green light the ultimate green light and you can't do better than fifty. You can't get the fifty wins, and your team is continually a fifth seed or sixth seed. How 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 can I put you in the top five? Yet? How?
0: Well, see, this is the thing. When he was with OKC by himself, sixth seed is where I saw him. The only problem that I had was not even with Russell Westbrook; it was with the NBA giving him MVP.
1: Uh, they shouldn't have. They made a mistake. But that. But I, I digress.
0: I do not think that he should have won MVP but I did expect him to be a 60 it's, it's it's just like the Wizards I don't expect the Wizards to be a number one team but I expect expected the Wizards to be a six six fifth four fifth or 16 um because of Russell Westbrook um because of how great Russell Westbrook is it's kind of like the same thing with Chris Paul you're never expecting Chris Paul to have a number one team but you're expecting that team to do significantly better and the difference between Chris Paul and Westbrook and reasons why I will not put Westbrook above Chris Paul is because Chris Paul's makes teams significantly better um even when they're already good like the Rockets, you thought, would be great with with Chris Paul. They still got better winning percentage with Chris Paul on the team. And you didn't think that they would get higher than what they were already doing with James Harden. You just thought that they would be better. So, like, that's the fault of, of Russell Westbrook is what Lauren says, are the wins. Um, so when it comes, but... Then, when you're looking at that, that 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 goes within like leadership. Now, if you tell me who's the best ten point guard leaders, then Russell Westbrook might not be on that list. But then again, Rondo might be on that list. But you're not putting Rondo in the top ten best point guards of all time. So it's, I just it's love different. how you
2: guys find a way to say he's top ten and still criticize
0: him. Who, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be criticism when it comes to a lot of the like, like, yes, I, I don't think that Russell Westbrook should be questioned as top 10 point guard. But when you're coming to leader or you're saying score, like there's always going to be that caveat to criticize. It's like, look, he ain't gonna be the best point guard score. He's not the best point guard shooter. He's not the best point guard leader to be. Like, there's always time to criticize Russell Westbrook. I would more blame the NBA for that than Russell Westbrook. Westbrook is doing as much as he can. Like, there ain't, ain't much that he can, he can do when, when he's trying. Like, I, one thing about it when it comes to effort, Russell Westbrook gives 110% when it comes to effort. Just doesn't equate to anything except his own and stats. You don't,
3: you don't get an effort on defense.
0: He ain't on that top 10 defense anymore. <laughs> but hey, just like Draymond Green said, who cares about these? Yeah,
3: you said, uh, hold on, Keon, you said, uh, hey, what was it? You said you think it's the NBA fault. I mean, I, what are you, you talking about? The media, or are you talking about?
0: The people who vote Russell Westbrook being MVP. Because when you have that MVP title on you, the the criticism is just going to rise after that because now you're put in a situation where you have to do more and so one thing that we haven't seen from Russell Westbrook after winning MVP is more we've seen him do the same exact thing and it ain't been better but
2: see, we've had a discussion on that year, that MVP vote. And who are you gonna go to? Uh, mediocre, I won't say mediocre James Harden, but you know, that was the that was the anomaly year where Russ just happened happened to win, you know, he did did triple double record first time ever since Oscar Robinson. Robertson. And you know, none of the top teams were really those were really those teams. So giving it to him made the most sense.
0: Even though I still think James Harden deserved it, James did not deserve it. James deserved it. He didn't. Look, Harden Harden got his too. Harden needs three. Harden should be a three-time MVP in my eyes. I need you to go blind. Look, I I, look. It's just just my opinion. I I think he should have one of Steph Curry's, and I think he should have uh, Russ's. But um. I mean, as I said before, like, when you have that MVP title, you expect more. It's the same thing with Giannis. Giannis, you want more. For, you want him to do more. What's that more is you want to see him in the finals. Um, so, like, that's that's the criticism that's always going to come with MVP. It, the MVP is, is, is truly a gift and a curse. It's a gift because now you get to be in the conversation with the ultimate greats. The curse is that after you win it, you have to do more, and if you don't do more, people are going to question why you ever got MVP, or you, they're going to question um, what, what your great status is. I don't think that there ever should be a question that Russell Westbrook is, like, is a great point guard or, or top 10 point guard. But what should be questioned is everything outside of that MVP caliber that that we put on players. It should be leadership, shooting, scoring, clutch, what he does in the clutch.
3: But overall,
0: no. Yeah, decision-making, exactly.
3: Knowing knowing that you have Kevin Durant, a much more efficient player on your team, let's get him the ball. Stop taking mid-range jumpers that you're not hitting at a high rate. That's adjusting.
0: And so when you can when you exactly.
3: not to adjust, uh, when you don't improve your attitude, when you don't you don't act you don't come across better with a better attitude after losing. You have issues with the media. People aren't gonna highly praise you. So you have to take what you give out. I mean, I can see that from far away. I haven't even talked to Russell Westbrook, <laughs> interviewed him. But you can just tell, like the dude is not, oh, when he loses, don't go talk to him because he doesn't he doesn't know how to handle it that way.
2: Look, the thing uh, is, is when losing. Huh? said, who wants to handle losing? Then don't
3: lose. I ain't saying, I'm saying losing is losing is part of life. I mean, you can't, you're not going to avoid it. Everybody, but you have to, you're a professional, you have to especially if you're going to be a face of a franchise conduct yourself accordingly. Become
1: but, but according
2: to whose standards? Because it's not like he, you've seen him do anything just straight outlandish where you're like, oh my gosh, that was crazy.
3: I haven't seen him, but i just seen I've seen clips, or just the way. I mean, it's it's no secret. I mean, people kind of know, and I know writers and some people can be agitators and say certain things, but uh, you come across you you have you have to learn to deal. You have to learn to deal with your shortcomings better.
2: This has not been a very media-friendly podcast right now. I must say this. Sound like Adam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: nah, look i i love the energy that westbrook brings um i'm i'm strictly just going off of what what the actual facts are when it comes to what what you want from a guy after after they win mvp what he's done on the court what you see in the standings um i don't like look whatever he has personally that's that's him um i love his energy I love, I love everything. I love the whole, I'm going to do it my way, but at the same time, what was it? The Cat Williams sketch that says, yo, you can't just keep trying shit, trying shit, do it again, trying shit. It's, 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 it's like that. It's, it's, you got to learn how to adjust. And that's one thing that you want to see with Russell Westbrook is to adjust. If it is play better on defense, learn, learn defensive schemes. Um learn how to give up that ball, the better decision-making, you know, go to a, I mean, you got so many, so much network, go to a Hall of Fame guy to teach you what you need to learn um, so you can take a team to the next level. Yeah, I mean, he is
3: the, no, I give him the – he's the he's the greatest – he's the most athletic point guard I've ever seen. I give him that title. Ever. But, but second greatest point guard and all that, nah, I
1: mean. It was, it was, it was Scott, Scott. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Maurice.
3: No, nah, I was finished.
1: I was just going to say, Scott, Bre- Scott Brooks didn't do him any favors at all with that top two. Like I said, we should just appreciate what Westbrook brings, what he does. You know, most athletic point guard, but, you know, like I said, we even questioned the validity of his MVP. I mean, I'm with Keon about the James Harden. I don't know about the three, but I think James Harden should definitely have had two.
2: A shout-out to the homie Lawrence for going out there, being a dad, picking up his kid, and uh, driving through the Lincoln Tunnel all at the same time.
1: Huh?
2: I said, shout out to you for being a dad, going to pick up your kid, and also, you know, talking to us through a tunnel.
1: Sorry about that. Best I can do right now. Um, on, on the road to go sit in car line. But um, yeah, it's what we should just appreciate what he what he's done instead of trying to rank him. Because you know, like I said, when we start ranking him and trying to figure out where's we pick holes. And the things that he doesn't do great. Because there are holes. What he does, what does great
0: is he do great. There are huge holes. We find them holes because there are holes. Like, the, I mean, <laughs> You could do that with any player. There's holes everybody, in every
3: everybody. player. Yeah, nobody. Oh, yeah, there's no perfect player. Like,
0: shoot, if, if Steph Curry won Finals MVP, should have won Finals MVP. In 2015?
1: They should have. Steph
0: Curry's yeah. number three in my book. Steph Curry still might be number three in my book.
1: Point guard. But... Steph, Steph Curry's number three in my book.
0: And, and if he won Finals MVP, I might make him number two. But Isaiah Thomas, once again, has eliminated Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson all in the same playoff. So, yep. I don't think you can beat that.
1: Yeah, and then just to hear what Isaiah Thomas sacrificed—like Isaiah could have put up ridiculous numbers, but he was really in, uh, the ultimate team guy, uh, decision-making point guard. He could have put up, he could have had better statistical. Uh, years than he did, but like I said, he wanted to win. He placed winning above everything else.
0: Plus Takashi
1: again, not saying that second best. Go ahead.
0: Plus Takashi two three said he's second best. I want to him his props? Oh, he's still Takashi two three in my book. He a snitch. <laughs> Tell my
2: Jordan for that.
0: We we. We haven't forgotten about that last dance. No, I'll try to remember who Takashi was. <laughs> also, goes by the name Takashi 4 5. Takashi 9 at one point.
3: Six finals MVPs. Oh, man. Never went to a game six. Oh,
1: man.
2: I mean, never went a game seven.
3: Game seven. Never went playing. to
1: a game seven. Went
3: to a game seven. He, he said, "Go and tell and that, and Keon. Go tell that." Lasting stories. That's same you guy. Want. You want, sw- you want the stories.
0: Same guy that got swept out the first round twice.
3: <laughs> no finals meltdown <laughs> on his watch. And a he look- killed that player. Only, only played with two. All stars,
1: three, two Hall of Famers. Okay.
0: Yeah, right. We're gonna where say all stars like they're Brad Miller and in, in Elgoskis. No, in Hall of Famers. Come of on, famous, but yeah,
3: Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman for three. That's it. The rest of the guys are role players.
0: I like how he says that's it. Like Scotty and Dennis are not top fifty.
3: Right, but he got got the greatest defensive player, defensive wing, yeah.
2: You got the greatest defensive wing and the greatest rebounder
1: of all
3: time. Dennis Rodman is not top 50. I'm sorry. Dennis
1: Rodman is a top 50 player. Oh, no. no,
2: You said Dennis Rodman is not a top 50 player?
1: Dennis Rodman is a top 50 player. He is not a top 50 player. He is not i d I'm not no. He's a Hall of Famer for sure He's the greatest
3: but you, I, ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not by the numbers he's not, but that that's that's a whole other story. Yeah. He, is, he is one of the he's one he's one of the greatest re- rebounders of all time. But he's not top fifty. Come on, man. Are, Come you, on. are you sure you said your child was stick
0: or you're sick?
1: <laughs> don't do that. Don't don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> what? I get, is he is he a top ten point uh powerful? Is he top ten power, power four.
3: He top ten power forward? Duncan, Moses Malone, Karl Malone, Charles Barkley. Ah. Uh,
0: No, but I also think the power forward position is probably the most stacked position in the NBA.
1: It's pretty stacked. It's pretty stacked.
2: You got a bunch it's of power that should be centers, unfortunately, at that position.
0: Dennis Rodman might be number 10.
1: He might be. Not,
0: he might be number 9. I'm, I'm like looking at power forwards.
1: Hmm.
0: Kevin Garnett. I mean dirt i i, I have looked gone, at many man. many
1: many top top 50 uh, lists even the top 50 list that they had not too long ago uh or not too long ago but what was it the one where shack was on it he wasn't on that one and robin wasn't on that one um so unless you guys are elevating or subtracting players as they've gone along because now when on that top Top 50, you're going to add Kobe Bryant. You're going to add LeBron James. You're going to add Wayne Wade. I don't know how you feel about Iverson, but personally, I'm adding Iverson on my top 50. No. He he doesn't make it. He's not a top 50 player, man. He's, he's a, again, Hall of Famer, one, a great defender, one of the greatest rebounders of all time. A top 50? The no. greatest rebounder of all time. I, that's your opinion. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't, he's not the greatest rebounder in my in my book. He's, his, he's definitely
2: top five. His thing about that top definitely fifty list—you're taking off about about twenty people from the fifties and sixties just off top, just just because.
1: There's not twenty people from the fifties and sixties on that on that all time list. Like I, I think you guys are just like kind of forgetting who who's on that list. Like he's not better than Rick Barry. He's not better than he. Ain't, he ain't better than um, Moses Malone. Like stop. Rick
2: Barry is not a power. Not a power forward.
1: But. I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm no longer talking about power forward. I'm talking about that top fifty list. Like I, yo, by putting him on there, you are taking a big crap on a lot of guys that that are on that top fifty list. Are you going to take Bill Russell out because he played in the '60s?
3: This
2: dude really went straight to Bill Russell.
1: Right. I mean, I'm just. Really he's went. on the top 50 he's on the top
0: 50 but he you're acting like he's number 50
1: man this ramen is like 60
3: 60 70 at best. Or, what's the at um, best. Man, on they top 50 they weren't.
2: Uh, all right i'm going through the list right now i'm going through this i'm i'm looking at this list right now and i'm just gonna throw some names out there and i'm you tell me, does he stay on the list or not? Uh, Paul Ariz- Arizian. Arison. Yeah. Arison. Yeah, does he no, stay on or does know. he come
1: off? He comes he off.
3: <laughs> he but comes off. Because you never seen him play. Do you have Paul Gasol over
0: Dennis Rodman?
3: No, I, I don't want. I don't want
1: to go there. But Al Gasol is in my top fifty.
0: is in the top fifty on Bleacher Report.
1: I do. Bleacher nah, like Report that. is trash. You <laughs> never, never speak Bleacher Report to me. Okay. Bleacher I, Report I, is trash.
2: I, I, let, let me keep going. Do, does Dave Bing stay on the list or does he come off
0: the list?
1: I don't know that much about Dave Bing, so he can come off the list. That's two guys.
2: Does Billy Cunningham stay on the list?
1: I think Billy Cunningham stays on the list.
2: Does Dave DeBusher stay on the list? Dave DeBusher stays on the list. I do not understand why, but okay. He would come off my list. Does Hal Greer stay on the list?
1: He's an all-time great. Um, Not as familiar with him, Hal Greer.
2: Hell, does Walt Clyde Frazier stay on the list, the all-time top fifty list?
1: How about this? If you're gonna, if you're gonna do stay, if we stay, stay or or um, take off, who are we putting? Who are we adding on there? Because you got to add somebody we you're gonna take them off.
2: I mean, we're we're creating space.
1: Because, like I said, yeah, that original. That original top fifty, you're gonna take off some because you're gonna add LeBron, you're gonna add Wade, you're gonna add Kobe, you're gonna add uh, um. What Reg, was Reggie Miller on the original top fifty?
0: No, Reggie Miller, no. Okay.
2: The only current players that were playing at that time that were on that list were I think Jordan and Pippen, Jordan Pippen. I think was Clyde Jack. Drexler
0: on there. Jack, yeah. Jack was
2: on there. Yeah, Clyde Drexler was on there. The fact that Shaq made that list and he was only four years in was kind of crazy, and it's right in its own self. But I mean, you
3: know, I think top 75 I mean, it, honestly, it'll it'll never stop. It'll out, outlive us. But. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll
2: go up to seventy five. It'll go to NBA top seventy five next time they probably do a list like that.
1: But if you just, say Robin is seventy five, I'm with it, but not top fifty.
3: The 50 was just because year, it was the 50 year anniversary,
1: anniversary year. right? Yeah. So yeah.
3: Yeah. So this this thing is, I mean,
0: it's definitely updated. I mean, it's yeah. it's updated. Yeah. Yeah. The, the top 50 thing was what? 1997. 96. 96. So I mean, 96. But shoot, Dennis Rodman is the gr- greatest rebounder of all time.
2: arguably all right so we actually had 25 years since then so homework assignment gentlemen we do our own top 75 we add 25 li- names to this list
0: okay Let's I'm, I'm cool.
2: see what we what we come up with what we have in common what we don't have in common and we use use that time to argue about it oh
0: man that means i need to go on ranker.com make so does. Dan-
1: Hold on, say, so, say it again, Maurice. Are we adding? Go
2: ahead. I don't know if you're muted, but you, I can't hear what you're saying. I'm
3: sorry. I said, are there even 25 players to add?
0: Yeah, there's definitely 25 players to add since 1996. Are we? So, are the, we adding to, to, to the top players? 75? If we're doing top 75 yes there's there's definitely 25 players
2: there could have been there could have been some players that were left off the 50 list that you thought should have been on that list
1: are, are we adding uh current players or or, is there, anybody, or just, just anybody um, is that retired? i mean you, if you oh, look, if you're shoot, looking that's... at it
0: now with <laughs> with a draymond green no one cares about uh nba um defense error now i yeah. mean defense uh error now Shoot, a lot of people will probably put Reggie Miller on the list if he if he played in today's era.
2: Yeah, I I'll give you one. I give you a name that didn't make the uh, top fifty list. One, Dominique Wilkins.
0: Yep, man, he should have. There, there you if go. If Tracy McGrady is in the top fifty list, Dominique Wilkins
1: needs to be on that top fifty. Tracy McGrady is not in the top fifty. <laughs> Tracy McGrady is not in the top fifty. Hey, but your first ballot all of he
2: is is he in? He, so I guess we'll get it out of the way. He's not in your top 75.
1: I uh, don't now that I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. Because when when I when I whenever I create my list, I'm gonna go position by this by position. So if we're doing 75, uh I'm probably gonna come up at least with um twelve to thirteen players per position and then go from there. at Each position and then see where I land at all right
2: so there it is we we have our homework assignments for our next podcast uh i say we we all put them all on a word document so we can share the screen and we can all see it so we it's, it's all documented not just reading off a name and just like you know maybe i said it maybe i didn't say it we can see it you put your name on it your stamp of approval and be ready to get ridiculed you down? you down with this maurice
3: I have to see. I'll. I, I have to see. It'll be this time next week.
2: We we we'll figure it out. We you got you get at least seven days whenever we pot again.
0: Once again, Ranker.com. I think you could like put a whole bunch of names in there, and then they make you pick who's best. To the point, you they'll make the list for you.
3: Okay.
1: I, I am deeply offended that Keon threw Bleach Report's top 50, in which they had Steph Curry in the top 10. I think they had him like top five. And I was like, what? Nah. Nah, that, I think that was ESPN that did that. No, it was Bleach Report. It was it was Bleach Report. I'll never forget. Oh, it, nah, they left <laughs> Iverson off their top 50. It was Bleach Report.
2: Well, you know, there's always like that one person that just does something
1: who clicks. Ain't that right, Adam Schefter?
3: That's
1: your they, boy. They had the big thing was they had Steph Curry over Kobe Bryant. That was the big thing, and people like were like, "What?" Kobe Bryant that's wasn't that's, in the top. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to
3: influence.
1: Yeah, it was something. I don't. Um, I don't rock with Bleach Report in their list.
3: Well, they go high off the analytics. I mean, that's just today's writers. I mean this is the era they're in, so they're going to... Yeah,
1: true.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you got to also think about it like this. In the next 30 years, how many writers are actually going to care about guys that were in the 50s and 60s? Dave Bing is not going to be on anybody's list in 20, 20 30 years.
1: No. Nah. Yeah, well, they're already removing a lot of these players. People already question the validity of, uh, of Kareem. Like, you know, we we're talking about thirty and younger. Like if Kareem, yeah, they, they
0: can, they can, they can all get a
1: shovel and, and dig their own holes. Uh, that's how I feel too. Because you know, like I said, uh Kareem in this goat conversation, it, it, you find hard pressed anybody. I mean, that is thirty and younger. Just I mean, going y- to y'all know it's how, only
3: yeah. Or Kobe. They question I mean, Jordan, it. so everybody, nobody's exempt.
1: Right. As I said, y'all already
0: know how I feel. Green, Green, cream has cream, been my goat since day one.
2: Well, I feel like that's a good place to, uh, you know, put a pin on the show. So, uh, Keon, you got anything
0: going? Or? Um, you know, playing coming up. Um, that's going to be very exciting, especially about to see, uh, Looks like it's going to be Lakers versus Golden State for that seventh seed. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, playoffs coming up, and uh, you know we got some good basketball about to come up. Playoffs, I'm playoff ready.
2: I feel you on that, Maurice. Definitely appreciate you jumping on spontaneously. Uh, what you got? What you got cooking for the All Basketball Podcast? There's
3: probably a couple of. Um... Reaction episodes to the play and stuff. And then once we get the seats for the playoffs, gonna have a, a playoff preview show like all the previous years. Hoping to have hoping you guys it'll be at the right time where a good amount of guys can join, uh, definitely you guys and a few more. Uh, that's about it. I'm going to go back in here and do a few more lifts, do some leg press. And- get back to my workout I, I, I wanted I planned on I was like when they get the basketball I'm gonna jump in because I kept keeping it on Facebook because I want to go in and get this workout in so it <laughs> then y'all went to, y'all went to T-ball and it was it was in my spirit I felt it had to be said because it came to me i was <laughs> like yeah people gonna say this and say that but they they need to recognize favor so
2: <laughs> can't argue with God
0: Never argue against God. No,
2: Lawrence, what's going on with you, good sir? Ah,
1: uh, well, not much. I like say my, uh My final thought is that uh, don't get caught up in these uh, gas lines, people. Um, and uh, you know, triple doubles don't make you don't make everything what it's cracked up to be. That's what I'll say.
0: And And basketball,
1: great. I thought you were going quarter pound a lot. Now I got to lay off them. I'm I'm in weight loss mode. I'm back in the gym too. Um, So yeah, no quarter pounders for me.
2: Cool. And my final thought is: check your sources. Make sure you really got sources. Don't just throw stuff out there. It's really annoying and can mess up stuff for people. And also stay out of those gas lines. It's not a crisis unless you make it a crisis. So don't treat gasoline like it's toilet paper. Yeah. So that being said, this has been another edition of Two Piece in the Biscuit. You can check us out on Facebook Live, also on YouTube, Stitcher, and on Spotify. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.
1: Hey!